0: So my friends, today uh, our Gospel passage focuses on this beautiful encounter between our Lord and Zacchaeus. And we hear Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector. So he wasn't just um, one of the tax collectors. Basically, here's the way taxes worked in the Roman Empire. Uh, The Roman Empire said, your city owes us this much money. Do whatever you want to get it, right? And we're not going to pay you at all to collect the taxes. So uh, what do you do? Uh, A guy like Zacchaeus would hire some cronies and they would go and they would uh, charge people whatever they wanted so they were sure that they made money on top The people don't know what Rome is charging. And so you say like, okay, Rome says from this amount of people, we want however much money. We're going to double that and keep the extra for ourselves. Rome doesn't care as long as they get their money. And nobody is going to be able to stop us because we do have the authority of the empire. Um, And so he would hire his cronies. So he was the the chief tax collector, right? He's the one who did this. And he um, did this to the people of the city of Jericho. So he was not a well-liked man at all. And uh, in reality, he was probably uh, very dishonest. He was very, um, probably, ruthless and harsh and very self-interested, just being sure that he got his cup. But Jesus is going to the city, and so nobody is off-limits to the mercy of God. Nobody is off-limits to the pull of divine love. And so Zacchaeus sees this thing going on, and he wants to see. Maybe he's heard stories of Jesus Um, maybe he has, you know, heard about miracles, he's heard about all that, and the crowd is so interested, and he probably knows what he's doing is wrong, and so, you know, there's this thing, like, this is the opportunity, but Zacchaeus is a short guy, Um, he's short in stature, we hear, so what if now, again, also being a chief tax collector, he's probably not a young man, middle age, uh, at least, and so he runs, which you're not allowed, that is not a dignified thing uh, for a prominent person to do, to run. And he climbs a sycamore tree. He climbs a tree, right? Again, this is not very dignified of him to do. But Jesus is coming, so it doesn't matter. And I think that's the first point that we learned from Zacchaeus. Uh, first, no matter who we are, and no matter how bad what we've done is, it doesn't matter. Nobody's off limits to the mercy of God. Nobody at all. And so no matter what, we can't consider ourselves disqualified. But then Zacchaeus doesn't care about propriety when seeking to see the Lord. He doesn't care about being sure that nobody... um, He doesn't care about embarrassing himself. He runs and he climbs a tree so that he can see our Lord. We have to be sure that we don't put... Propriety uh, and public opinion, a uh, public propriety, over our encounter with God. Our encounter with God is the most important. And so whatever other people say, um, whatever their thoughts may be, however uh, unpopular uh, to hold fast to the truths of the faith may be, um, we shouldn't allow, embar- we can't be worried about being embarrassed. Zacchaeus kind of follows this up That when Jesus comes by and says, I need to stay at your house tonight. Zacchaeus, come down, get out of that tree. Come down quickly. I'm going to stay at your house tonight. And then people ridicule our Lord. With Zacchaeus standing right there, people ridicule our Lord. He's going to stay at the house of a sinner. But it's a detail that I love. And we had a, a priest in seminary who would always, you know, use this phrase. Zacchaeus stood there. He stood there. He said to the Lord, he had this beautiful, generous response we are going to get to in a minute, um, but he stood there. It doesn't matter the ridicule. It doesn't matter the embarrassment. Zacchaeus stood there and responded to the Lord. He desired this beautiful moment of conversion. He wasn't worried about embarrassment or ridicule, but he stood there and he responded to the Lord. It could be so easy, it could be so, so easy to give in to peer pressure when people tempt us um, to act contrary to our faith. And we need to learn from this chief tax collector um, to just stand there and hold fast to our Lord, to not allow public criticism uh, to sway us, to not allow embarrassment to sway us. No, no. Don't worry about the fact that it's Saturday night and it's daylight savings time and you need to go to Mass tomorrow. Um, have another drink and another drink at this party and another drink. No, no, I'm good. I need to go home. I need to be able to drive. And so I need to drink responsibly and I need to be able to get up for Mass. And No, no, have another. Stand there and say, no, I go to church. And that determines all of my actions the day before, the night before, everything. Oh, in this dating relationship. You know, don't worry about moral boundaries and any of that. Like, that's the church is so unfashioned. No! Stand there. Observe the virtues of good chastity in dating relationships. Don't allow public ridicule even. Oh, someone's so prudish. Someone's a bore. No! We follow Jesus Christ. And he is more important than anything else. And so when the ridicule or the embarrassment may come... Stand there and stay committed to the Lord. And not only just committed, but be generous with God. That's, now Zacchaeus goes from just being okay with some embarrassment to standing there to then being generous with God. Lord, if I have, uh, behold, half of my possessions off the top, I will give away to the poor. And then if I've defrauded anyone which he's defrauded everyone, I will repay it four times over. Zacchaeus responds not just with bare minimum, but with generosity to this beautiful personal call of God. We, when we stand there, we don't allow public criticism, embarrassment, peer pressure to deter us from living the faith and following our Lord and observing the commandments. Well, then we also need to respond, not just with that bare minimum, but now with generosity. I'm going to go above and beyond for you, Lord, because you're more important than all of that. We're all called to be saints. The church celebrated All Saints Day on Friday. We didn't quite celebrate it so nicely here, but the church universal celebrated All Saints Day on Friday. uh, And that it's we're all called to be saints. To be real, canonizable saints. And that requires generosity to the call of the Lord. Here's just a final point. All of this comes from this personal, by-name encounter with Jesus Christ. Zacchaeus, I know your name. Come down quickly. I'm staying at your house for dinner. Our call to holiness starts with this personal call of the Lord. The Lord says, today. Salvation has come to this house. Because this man, too, is a descendant of Abraham. Jesus personally seeks us out. When we respond with fortitude against any kind of public embarrassment or criticism, and when we respond even more with generosity, it's all based on that personal call of God to each one of us to be canonizable saints. We give everything for the person of Jesus Christ not for just the cause of the corporate church, not just because, you know, even this can become a type of peer pressure environment. No, no. It's the personal call of Jesus Christ that motivates Zacchaeus to be strong and to stand there in the face of ridicule and then to be generous in his response with God. And so, may the Lord today inspire in each of us that personal call to great holiness, calling us by name to be real, canonizable saints, and then fire us with those virtues of fortitude and generosity so that today's salvation may come to our house and that we may experience all of the graces that the Lord wishes to give us.